Why Nobeds is the West Brom manager who definitely won't have lost his job by the time you hear this. Alan Pardew. Yeah, that's right. The sexy dancer from your dreams, mate. Just gyrating around in my underwear and a nice thick sweater. Yeah, that's it, me. And Alan Pardew, how you doing? Now, as someone who's won seven of his last 51 Premier League games, I know a thing or two about success. And my latest venture is going to be more successful than Trump University, Trump Airlines, Trump Stakes, Trump Casinos and Trump Vodka combined. I call it Rom Rom Broom Broom, the premier ride-sharing and ride-stealing service in the West Bromwich area. Oi, Sue, Sue, is there actually an area called West Bromwich around here? Well, look it up, you fucking muppet. Inspired by an incredibly successful team-building exercise recently taken at a Barcelona McDonald's drive-thru in the middle of the night, Rom Rom Broom Broom is a revolutionary new service. First up, you call an Uber, then you get in the Uber, then before you reach your destination, you throw the driver out of the car, allowing you to conveniently drive the final portion of your journey by yourself with the added bonus of giving you a slightly used Honda Accord with packs of lifesavers and hand sanitizer in it. It's a brilliant service for those who for those of us who are very drunk like me right now, but also who want the liberating feeling of getting behind the wheel on the open road, and also those who are rich enough to make the ensuing legal issues go away very, very quickly, a bit like me. Just listen to this satisfied customer. Hey, I'm Wayne Groot. I mean, I'm a happy Brom Brom Broom Brooms customer. After a night of fun, I used to catch an Uber to the Volkswagen Beetle of the girl I was being romantic with then I'd drive that home, but now I've eliminated that wasteful car switching by using brom brom broom broom whenever I want to fuck a hairdresser. Brom brom broom broom. It seems exciting, but it's just a nonsensical fraud that will probably send you down for a while. Just like your friend, Alan Pardiola. Anyway, let's start this thing. My name is Ryan Bailey. Welcome! Is that how Brooke Tuesday does it? Welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. We're brought to you in association with the aforementioned there, Brom Brom Broom Broom, the premier ride-sharing and ride-stealing service in the West Bromwich area. As I say, my name's Ryan. I'm joined on this magical audio quest this week by my good, made-up friend, Theo Messi. Say hello to the boys and girls, Theo. That's me. I'm as made up as uh, all of your hopes and dreams. They're going to be crushed when you're older. Sorry. And all the listeners are completely made up that you're here this week, Theo. But sadly not here, Brooks DT colon. No Brooks DT colon this week. What happened to Brooks DT colon this week? Is he okay? Well, I think it's time we... I don't think Brooks would like us sharing us with the audience. Oh, go ahead. Well, Brooks is a really big Nickelback fan. He's what they call a nickelhead. So he follows them on tour occasionally. So no I think shit. he's gone. I think they're doing a residency at uh, the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. He's going off to Monterey, Mexico next week to follow them. Wow. He's a pretty hardcore nickelhead. So uh, that's what he's doing. He can't make the pod this week, unfortunately. Wow. He, he won't mind me sharing that, I'm sure. Wow. Big news. Yeah. Breaking Most news. weeks, when we ask him what he's wearing or when he tells us, he's actually wearing his nickelback t shirt. But he yeah, just he's lying. To admit it, he's always wearing it underneath, right? right? He's just right. constantly lying, yeah. Anyway. Hey, being a Nickelback fan is one thing. Being a dead liar is another. Fuck that. <laughs> On that note, Theo, what are you wearing? Tell me what you're wearing. Uh, I was going to have to make up that I was wearing my Nickelback t-shirt, but I actually am wearing a football piece of apparel. I'm wearing the new Where is Football cap by the Where is Football boys. Follow at Where is Football on Instagram, Twitter, MySpace, Meerkat, uh, any other social media platforms that once or Weibo. currently exist. Weibo. Uh, 
Yeah, it's a cool hat. It's got a football it points down. It means I am football. Is that what that means? Uh, if if you're wearing the hat, yes. Like, but you could you could also wear the hat and say I'm football. It looks like if Austin Powers had like a chain. You know, he has those those symbols on his chain. It looks like one of those, but with a soccer ball in the middle. Oh, uh, you mean the gender symbols? Yes, those things. Six. <laughs> what are you doing with your clothes these days, huh? Uh, I'm wearing uh, shorts. And I'm wearing a plain white tee because they are my favorite band from the mid <laughs> The music tastes of the hosts on the show are just class. They had that song that went, uh, Hey there, you diver, your name is Deli Ali. You can't stay on your feet. We've seen your sex tape and it's great, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there we go. That was the one, right? That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, I like yeah, really, that one really too. good. Anyway, what else do we do in the intro here? We talk about fantasy, the fantasy league, the Tolga fantasy league. Sweet, sweet fantasy, Brooksy. Theo, I noticed you got exactly as many points this week as you did last week. It being that there were no Premier League games the week. Consistency. Yeah. Consistency. Is Consistency key. is key. In everything besides talk of fantasy, where I am in dead last place and have all but vanished. We can all learn from, from you, Theo. We can all learn from you. But if you want to join Togger, like go on your phone and put Togger in, I guess that's what you do. I think you go on the app bit and you put yeah. in like the Togger League. Togger, T-O-G-G-A, not Togger, the way Ryan says Why it. Do I, how do I say it? I don't know. Y- y'all put R's on the end of things. Y'all put R's on the end of things. Yeah, okay, all right. Let's move on, sure. Drogba, Iniesta, from distance, sir. Let's move on and talk about our dirty tackles of the week. Theo, uh, let's go with you first. What do you let's, got? Let's do it. All right. I'm coming after Wigan fans, huh? Do you guys see Wigan defeated Manchester City in the fifth yes. round of the FA Cup? Uh, the magic, the romance of the FA Cup, whatever you want to call it. Ding, ding, ding. Buzzwords galore. <laughs> Good win. You know, Man City was down to 10 men uh, shortly after halftime. Wigan came on, got their goal. Will Grigg is on fire. And, yeah, Man City lost the game. So people went nuts. The Wigan supporters uh, rushed the pitch, even though this was only a fifth-round fixture. Uh, And one of them even got in Sergio Aguero's face, causing a bit of a bust-up. Looked like he spit in his ear and told him to suck his dick, but that's all allegedly. uh, In which order? This important. Which order? I think it was the order I previously stated. Yeah, the spit first and then the suck my dick. We should spit first. I I agree with that. Okay. We got to clear the runway for the uh, for the verbal jousting that's about to take place. Uh, Yeah, Guerrero shoves him. It doesn't sound like there's gonna be any charges there. That's all good. Uh, My main problem though is with these supporters. These these. I don't know. They they panned to a few in the stands when there was like ten minutes left, and there was this old snaggletooth lottery winning man that was like, "No, we've done it. Like, relax, we've done it." Trying to calm down like all of his other Whoa, Wigan fans. Where was he from? He was from Wigan, the area of Wigan. Okay. And uh, yeah, just like it seemed like a bit much. They rushed the pitch. They didn't win a trophy. Uh, they have actually beaten Man City in trophy games in the past. I, I don't know. Leaves a bad taste in my mouth because that guy spit in it. <laughs> I'm 100% with you on this one, Theo. I can't stand it when fans show passion, when they get on the field, when they back behind their team, when they celebrate a really unusual victory. A game that they, Wigan were 22 to 1 to win this game. Why do you have to rush the pitch? Result. I'm Why? completely with you. Those fans should have stayed in their seats. They probably paid too yes. much money for. They should have sat politely, yes. maybe done a little bit of clapping, maybe oh, done some stand. social media stand. afterwards. That's what they should have done, Theo, right? Showed no passion whatsoever. Is that right? That's not what I said. That's not what I said. 
You could show passion and not spit in the greatest Premier League striker of all time's ear and tell him to suck your dick, huh? Well, if you're going to spit somewhere, why not in Sergio Aguero's ear? <sighs> I Come don't on. know. Answer don't me. spit. Spitting's bad. You should never spit. Well, spitting at another in, person. in soccer is the worst offense. Unless isn't it? they've you asked. You get like a hundred game ban for spitting, whereas if you break someone's leg, you get like a one game ban. Do you, though? Like, will this fan now be banned from, from future Wigan matches? I don't think so. Well, he might not be able to play for Wigan for the next six games. That's for sure. I don't know. Maybe he could. <laughs> <laughs> I can't name more than two players in their starting 11 from the other day, and I watched the entire game, so that should really tell you something. What I want to know is, what is it about Wigan that Man City simply cannot beat in FA Cup competition games? And cup I don't competition think it's... I mean, obviously, it is Man City. They're a bit of a bogey team for them, but they've beaten a lot of bigger sides, and it seems to have absolutely no effect on their league form. They're still towards the bottom of League One, I believe, at this rate. Uh, no, they're very much riding at the very top of League One and running away uh, with oh. it. All right, League One, though. <laughs> no, nobody respects League One. Sure. Who reads the League One tables nobody. besides you? Come on. Sure. Get a life. Get just a us, life. Just those of us who have a team in fucking League, League One. League One is like just me. all one massive mid-table. There's no, you can't be the top of it, you can't be the bottom. It's just all shit. <sighs> oh, boy. Yeah, you're right, fans. So, is your objection the spitting or the fact that they're on the field? Both, because one wouldn't happen with the other, and that it was in a fifth-round match, not like a final or even a semi-final, or even a match to go to Wembley. Okay, so here's a question. If, like, in the future, Manchester City, in their tunnel club, if you could pay an extra 10 grand a year and you get to spit in two players' ears uh, per season, <laughs> do you think that's acceptable? If, it's, if there's a, uh, if there's a, a, a corporate yeah, reason if, there, if, you, if you pay, you got to pay to play, you know? <laughs> so the objection is they're doing it for free. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cost to be a boss man like these are these are old these are old laws that we've all known for centuries indeed no spitting in an ear unless there is corporate money behind it that's the moral that we're putting or you've been ordered to and i don't think aguero ordered him to spit in his ear aguero just likes ordering taxis to crash in the netherlands and uh scoring lots of okay okay wrap it up wrap it yeah yeah, we'll wrap it up then Let's move on to what my dirty tackle about? of the week. I'm going to dirty tackle uh, a certain Chelsea player who broke a cardinal rule of football in the Champions League this week. Andreas Christensen. He spit on Chelsea. someone too? <laughs> he didn't they, uh, well, he, 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 he metaphorically spit on Chelsea's chances of qualifying for the final Ooh. eight of the Champions League, basically. You probably Ooh. saw this one. Uh, Chelsea were, as Antonio Conte said, getting close to playing the perfect game against Barcelona. They won nil up. They, you know, avoided them scoring an away goal. And then old Christian, Hans Christian Andersen over there at left back decides, yeah, I think I'm going to play a pass across the top of my own box to nobody in particular. Yeah, I think, I think at this point in the, against Barcelona, Big I think no, this no. is the best decision to make. And obviously gives away the goal. Uh, uh, Iniesta picks up the ball, gives it to Messi. Messi scores his first ever goal against Chelsea as a consequence of, Chris, of Christensen's awful, awful... Needed awful it goal. on a platter. Now, anyone out there listening who's played soccer from maybe when they were a tiny little kid will have been... And if, particularly if you played in defence, you're told one thing. Never pass the ball across your own box. Never do Even it. in America, like I remember being told that as yeah. a little wee whippersnapper growing up playing soccer. And I think from from now on, when we're teaching kids to play soccer in the park, you should say, never pass across your own box as you're a, as a defender, and particularly 
when you're in the 70-something minute and you're playing Barcelona and they're chasing a goal. Never do it there. In either. the Champions League. In the Champions League, yeah. So basically, that one movement has made Barcelona favourites to win that tie. And it's completely shit on my theory that all all five English teams are going to go through in the Champions League because it's diminished. You were close, though. You were close. Oh, Chelsea was a fucking Christensen pass away from making Yeah, this. yeah. And Conti is, is not on your side. He said that Christensen played the, the perfect game. Uh, he was fantastic out there, and that all of the uh, hate that's being aimed towards him in the wake of that pass is is misguided. I think some of I disagree because they would have won the game. Perhaps some of the hair that's been surgically attached to his head had fallen out into his eyes, and he didn't see the pass. Maybe, or it maybe it's uh, like undergrowing in his skull and like uh, attaching onto his brain follicles, and it's hurting the way he thinks. Brain follicles. Ah, oh. explain more, doctor. I don't know, but did you see him scream when they scored? It was good to see Antonio Conte back on top form, huh? Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. And I did think Chelsea would raise their game for this one, and they did, but... Oh, Hans Christian Anderson, you let me down big time. Big time. Big time. They just don't have it in them. Not this year, anyway. No? You think this is Barcelona's to win now? I think it has to be. The away goal will probably do it. Messi breaks his hoodoo with Chelsea. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Who's, um, who's Theo's tip to win the Champions League then this season? Uh, I really want it to be PSG just based off that shit Brooks was saying a few months ago. <laughs> uh, but it won't be them. Uh, I really, really, really think Manchester City could do it. Okay. I think they probably could too. It's a really bold statement to pick the favorites there. I'm bold going statement with, uh, to say that they I'm, could do it, the favorites. I'm, yep. yep, that's I'm right. going with Besiktas. Besiktas is my choice. Ah, even after today? Yeah, uh, even after... Well, they only got to chase five goals against Bayern Munich. In <laughs> Is that what it ended up as? I did hear, though, that the away supporters were out singing the Bayern supporters, so that that's cool. Yeah, as long as they that. didn't go onto the field and spit at anyone, then I'm I'm all for them. If they didn't... Absolutely. Them, Contained uh, passion, like a lion in a cage. Producer Andrew, are you there? Do you want to, cut, do you want to chip in? What do you got? Uh, hot take, Liverpool's winning the Champions League. Wow! <laughs> It's a bit harder than my take of the favorites could potentially win the Champions League. Well done. Yeah, this is what I come here for. Which um, which defenders are going to up their game so that Champions League victory is Liverpool's? Uh, Virgil Van Dijk is God. <laughs> is God? Wow, <laughs> he's paid like a god. Well, yeah, pretty much. Now, um, if it's not going to be Liverpool, um, I will. Uh, I'll hop on the Barcelona bandwagon. But what I want, what I want is I want Liverpool to play Barca next round, and I want Liverpool to beat Barcelona, and I just want the shot of Philippe Coutinho crying in the stands oh, that would be because good. that medal could have been his, and I want that. It's like when you see your ex girlfriend and you've got a hotter girl on your arm instead, and that hotter girl in this terms is Mohamed Salah. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, or it's like you know, <laughs> I like it. Barcelona's oh. the hot girl, and Liverpool's like, yeah, she's whatever. She's a bit of a minger. But you find out that her dad owns a coal mine up north, and he's rich as fuck. So maybe that's what it's like. Have you ever just read the commentary on the side of uh, illegal football streams on Reddit? I screenshotted it uh, right around the time that Fabian Delph got the red card, and it was just class. Can I share it? Uh, No, I think I deleted it from my trash can, actually. It was a bunch about mingers and don't talk about me, mum, and she's got a better touch than your left peg, and da-da-da. It was just funny. (laughs) 
That's great. Well, I, I did actually scoff at um, producer Andrew there back in Liverpool, but I believe they had longer odds to win it at this stage when they did win it uh, in Istanbul. So maybe we shouldn't scoff at them too much there. Uh, so I'm going for the Liverpool Besiktas final with maybe Besiktas just to edge it on penalties. You never know. But also, shout out to Andrew's backup, Barcelona. Uh, no one's talking about Barcelona. It's because they have a boring manager uh, and they've lost uh, Neymar. But they might still be the best team. Did you see Europe, that so. um, Coutinho got robbed while um, while Barcelona were playing this week? Um, Such a shame. Do, Such a shame. Uh, it, it is a shame. But I <laughs> You mean, seem really torn up about it. <laughs> I don't know why it doesn't happen it more you? often because they're, they're, if you know where a football player lives you know when they're out of town because they're on TV. Why doesn't it happen all the time? Because uh, it's wrong to do and people are morally righteous. It's wrong to spit in Sergio Aguero's ear, but that still happens, baby. Not every time, though. The important times. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Ryan, would you rob a footballer's house if given the green light? Like, what if I was your co-robber, corroborator, and uh, I was sitting outside the house... And I knew that this footballer is going on a three to four day trans-European trip to either play in Europa League or Champions League. Doesn't matter which. Right. Would you walk inside their house and steal the five most valuable items you could find? Absolutely not, because uh, I've seen how much planning you do for this podcast. And if it's as much as you do for the robbery, then uh, no no dice. (laughs) Wow. Good shout. You've passed the test. <laughs> Producer Andrew's on my man. arm, then I'm doing it. You? No way. No way. Okay, uh, fair. Let's, fair uh, let's uh, jump, to our, uh, jump to our first ad break here. What a successful show so far. Very successful, like Brom 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 Brom. All right, listeners of the Dirty Tackle podcast, uh, this is your favorite American head soccer coach, uh, once of the USMNT, now of LAFC, Bobby Bradley himself. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to the boys, uh, Brooks DT Colon, uh, Ryan Bailey, musician, and uh, AP, Andrew Passaro, the, the producer, the god, uh, working under Bobo Martino himself. Uh, a lot of good talent on the show. I know what it's like building something from the ground up. I've been building Los Angeles' Premier Football Club from the ground up now for uh, a few months. And, uh, you know, I think they'd really appreciate it if you logged on to uh, patreon.com slash 30tackle. Take some of your grandma's allowance and just put it in the piggy bank. I know it'll really help these boys out. Uh, it'll help them get their fullbacks overlapping and pound the goals in, you know. So, uh, yeah, just, just hit the buttons on the website and uh, give me your money, okay? And maybe we won't have to talk about this again. I won't have to talk to my guys in Jersey for you, huh? All right, Michael, get the fuck out of my face. Back, wonderful contribution there from a show regular Bob Bradley. I think he was talking about Patreon there. If you give us five dollars, we come and spit in your ear. Is that the one or is that the ten dollar level? I forget. That's ten. That's oh, ten bucks. Yeah, you gotta be special for that. Uh, Bob sounds stressed, bro. It must be that MLS uh, preseason really getting at him. Do you think so? I mean, not having enough players for your roster with a week until the regular season starts is probably stressful. So, shouts to Bob. How stressful do you think MLS preseason is in general? Um, I would say it's as stressful as like any other pro sports preseason. Huh? Yeah, I guess. I don't really know. Why? You, you think it's you. less stressful because the quality of play is lower? I just wonder because you've got to... I don't know how much 
turnover there is in the teams? Like, are they have they got all these players that like come through from super drafts and things like that? I, I'm I'm pleading ignorance. Yeah, that would be it. stressful. It's like it's like imagine if you had to transfer schools every year in high school, getting your dick kicked in at all your new high schools. I I was I was like a pretty raging bully, and I had to get transferred every you year were. because I was bullying everyone so much. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That was, sounds that the opposite of what happened. I had roid rage. Roid rage. Hemorrhoid rage. I had raging hemorrhoids throughout. Yeah, it was sick. It was awful. Yeah, well, oh, by the way, Patreon.com slash Dirty Tackle for Ryan's hemorrhoid cream. You're all quality content coming at you for your Patreon dollars, I would remind you. And including this little ditty. I, I, I were, This morning I was in Savannah, Georgia, which has the nicest trees in America. What are they called again? Spanish? Spanish moss. Spanish moss. They're glorious trees. In my lovely in my, trees. If I'm doing tree rankings, definitely Spanish moss is at the top. Been my favorite tree for years. I feel like you're copying me. So I went into a public restroom, and there was a guy in there, and he had his dog, oh God. Oh God. like a med- medium-sized dog, like smaller than a spaniel maybe, on the toilet. He in the public restroom, dog on the toilet doing its business, right, holding it there. Why are you in Good the job, stall buddy. with this Good man job. and his dog? Good job. That's it. Get it out, buddy. Good job. Like. I'm, the, the door's open on the stall as I walk in. Doggy. So you just walked in. I'm walking into the public restroom, which I'll remind, <laughs> which I'll add here, it was in a public park. So literally a giant dog toilet, and he'd taken his dog inside into the bathroom stall. Door open, dog doing his shit in the actual toilet. What do we make of this? I think this is the downfall of Western society myself. I think you are insanely lucky you didn't walk in on something much more terrible. <laughs> Maybe maybe five minutes earlier, it would have been a much bigger party. I don't know. Yeah, why did the dog need to be on the toilet in the first place, huh? All right, that's <laughs> fucked up. Um, that low country yeah. cuisine goes right through you. Good, uh, good story about the public restroom in Georgia. I'm you're just happy you're alive, to be honest. It's not surprising that a dog was on a human toilet. Is that not surprising? I don't know, man. I watched Meet the Parents the other night on Netflix, and like Jinxie Cat was taking shits on the toilet, so why can't a dog uh, do it? That's true. That's true. Damn, you got me there. All right, uh, let's try and uh, vaguely steer this towards soccer again with our throw-in segment. I'm going to start here, Brooksy. Soccer, no dog shits on human toilets for the second because I'm going to bring it over to the FA Cup. I'm going to propose to you in my debate topic The magic right of the now, FA Cup. The FA Cup. The romance. It's not worth it. The FA Cup is a bit like those comments you were reading on the side of illegal streams. It's not worth it. Don't touch it, bruv. It's not worth it. That's what I'm saying, okay? Agree. Great. I think uh, there needs to be a very high-level game of eeny, miny, mo played with regards to the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup um, because they're very similar, and I just don't think you need both. I don't think you need... I don't care which one you end up with. No, no you need one. I don't think you need... You need as one. a Premier League side, you no, don't need... No, there's got to be some trophies to go around. You don't, but like now that... So say City, right? Never was really going to win the quadruple, but they clearly had high aspirations. Right. Now they're out of the FA Cup. They're feeling better that they've got that Carabao Cup final coming up, you know? That'll fill the domestic cup void that they've now lost. Okay. Well, my, my theory here is, yes, the FA Cup is a trophy, and it's, you know, sentimental and special, blah, 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 blah. But for a Premier League side, financially, makes no sense. It adds, you know, it can add seven or eight games to your season. Uh, the prize money is basically less than the prize money for gaming, gaining a spot in the Premier League table. It's ne- not where your focus should be. I don't understand why a-, a team would want to aspire to go far in that competition if you're taking yourself seriously in the Premier League. Like, look at, say, like Leicester when they won the title. 
got themselves out of both cups early doors and did really well. Chelsea, when they won the title, got themselves, you know, didn't have Champions League, didn't have too much distraction from the I like the that league. phrasing, got themselves out of the cup. Got cups. themselves out nice and easy. You're nice right, and though. Easy. And then even, even for right. smaller teams, think about Wigan when they were in the FA Cup final. They got relegated three days later. Was that worth it? I mean, yeah. a lot of the fans might say, oh, it's worth I, it. We I think it is, though. I think it is. So? Yeah. I don't know because I don't support shit football clubs, but I would imagine that lifting a trophy is uh, is top. And also, you got to think of the managers. Think of the lowly, lowly millionaire managers that get cycled in and out of top clubs every five weeks. They need to win that trophy to I hang think on. So. Shout out to Arsene Wenger. All right, so let's talk. Let's talk about um, Mauricio Pochettino then. His first team. They've already had to do a replay against Rochdale. They've got another one against Newport. These shitbox replays in the FA Cup, adding extra games to their fixture list. Do you think it makes a difference to whether he stays at Spurs or not if they win the FA Cup or not? I don't think it. I don't think they give two shits whether they win the FA Cup or not. I think Spurs do because they can't win anything else. They can get in the top four. That's more important. Yeah, but not to the fans. No, they want to lift a trophy. It's been a while. They need to win trophies. Wow. Everything you hear about Spurs now is now's the time to win trophies. They need to win trophies. I think they would miss out on the Champions League if it meant them winning the FA Cup. At what? That point. Yeah. You are an insane person. No, I think that's facts. I mean, I know you're on the payroll in the summer, but like, <laughs> is that so far off the mark? <laughs> oh, God. How awful it is to be on the payroll of a Premier League club. Anyway, should we move on to uh, the uh, throw-in, next throw-in? Let's talk about warm weather winter breaks. It's that time of year. It's that particular week of the year, the last week that uh, just passed, when FA Cup fifth round is on. A lot of teams aren't in it. I think 10 Premier League teams weren't in it, something like that. A lot of them go away to Dubai or Qatar or these warm weather places or to southern Spain. And they have these warm weather training exercises. Now, before this week, Theo, I assumed they were going there to, you know, do sprints and, you know, drink isotonic drinks and be really fit and do things which help your Premier League team as a professional athlete. But I've, I've had my eyes open. Drink a bunch of Michelob Ultras and, like, ride the unicycle around. It's kind around of them. a bit more like that, yeah, because we're hearing the stories about West Brom and their players who are all over 30 stealing a taxi cab. Um, there's a story. Uh, there's Everton. Everton are in Dubai. And there's pictures of them all in a night cub, uh, nightclub. A night cub is like a bear at night, I think. <laughs> uh, a nightclub is where Everton were in Dubai, um, mm. tipping bottles of champagne over people's heads and partying with American singer Pia Mia. American singer Pia Mia. Never heard of that. <laughs> don't know who is that. I don't know. But um, basically, um, sounds like Everton was duped at the club. But like, and I've been this, doing a bit of research into this, and players. Premier League players in 2018 are going and getting pissed and eating fast food and doing all this stuff you would never expect them to do in a million years. What's wrong it's with that? It's the middle that? of the season. Yeah, but like, first off, you're on a break. You play so much, so many games. What did Kevin De Bruyne say the other day? He was like, you feel good for the first six games and you feel like shit the rest right. of the season. You know, if you need a break, it's good for a team camaraderie to go to the club, find famed American singer Pia Mia and dump a <laughs> bottle of champagne on her head. It's good for camaraderie. But wouldn't it be better for the club if instead of going to the club and pouring a bottle of champagne over celebrated American singer Pia Mia, that they went to the side of the pool and read a nice Dan Brown novel? Wouldn't that be better? No, I don't think so. Why? I think it would be worse. <laughs> I think it takes away the killer instinct okay, in the footballers. Not Dan, Nothing not brings out that then, killer instinct like tipping bars of champagne. Uh, no, I don't think any novel will really 
make you hit that height that tipping a bottle of your finest bubbly over American singer-songwriter Pia Mia could deliver. I suppose that is a, a very unique high, but I, I'm, I just, I, I'm just really surprised <laughs> that... The, in this modern age, when you know they're these finely tuned machines, I could I could believe that happened in the '90s when Arsenal were all permanently drunk. No, I think they're so finely tuned that like when you get these small small windows, these opportunities to, as we said before, dip champagne over a famed American singer songwriter Pia Mia, <laughs> that you absolutely need to take those opportunities. It's good for the group. It's good to you know kick your feet up every once in a while, relax. It's good for football. I don't know, but these these players, they must be... I mean, apart from, obviously, like Wayne Rooney, he obviously has uh, drinks a lot, but a lot of these players won't drink very much. So, say if, like, right. they're splashing the bottle of champagne over celebrated American singer Pierre Mia's head. What if a drop of that champagne... Singer-songwriter. Songwriter, excuse me. Uh, what, what if a drop of that champagne goes on to we Mason you, Holgate's Pia. tongue and, like, his eyes start darting and he's like, oh, my God, I've had yeah. alcohol. Well, I think... I think that's what it is. I think, you know, outside of Wayne Rooney, who you mentioned, and probably Big Sam for that matter. Uh, first of all, Big Sam is at all these events, no doubt. He's the one leading Big Sam is and, walking into the Dubai you know, club. The He's front of the queue. He's the one going, we'll have that booth over there. I'll get bottle service, please. Yeah. He's the same one that said he's going to cancel the Christmas party then, like, had it at his house yeah. instead. <laughs> oh, boy. I just... But you're right. I think these footballers, they're definitely lightweights. If they get in this scenario, it probably didn't take too much champagne for the eventual rest of the bottle to be dumped over a celebrated American singer-songwriter. I need to know how big the champagne bottle was because, I mean, celebrated American singer-songwriter Pierre Mia, uh, I imagine you'd need at least sort of a magnum to fully douse her. I don't know because I'm not too familiar with the aforementioned singer-songwriter, but... (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Sam Allardyce is big. He would need to drink a Magnum. Oh, to get you need drunk. a crate. You need a good crate to pour over him and fully submerge him. Oh man, I wish Sam Allardyce was friends with American singer songwriter Pia Mia. Yeah. I want more of that too. I wish life. Brooks was here to rein this bullshit in occasionally as well. But anyway, let's uh, let's move on to our final throw in here. I'm gonna go all the way to South America. Independiente. They have hired a Warnock. That's Spanish for independent. I just said they've hired a Warnock. They haven't hired Neil Warnock. They've hired a Warlock. Neil? A Warlock, which Steven? is very different to a Warnock. <laughs> and very different to Steven. Oh, like Warlock. a wizard. Uh, a Warlock a slash a wizard slash a sorcerer. What is known uh, in Spanish as a brujo, I believe. Um, and this guy. I don't Correcto know, mundo. So basically, independent have hired this guy who's going to kind of bring them good luck. He's going to work his magic, do some voodoo. And this guy was hired by the Mm. AFA, the Argentinian Football Association, to help Argentina qualify for the 2018 World Cup. And against all odds, they actually did that. So like Independiente have looked at that and gone, okay, it wasn't to do with anything on the field. It's because they hired this terrifying warlock dude. And if you look at him, he's a guy called Manuel. Need more facts. He uh, okay. he looks like Leo Messi would look in twenty years if he wasn't famous. Like he's in a schlubby tracksuit. He's got a terrible. He looks like uh, you know, no country. For, he looks like Maradona. You know, no country for old men. The terrifying Javier Bardem film. How Javier Bardem looks in that film is how this guy's haircut looks. That terrifying serial killer haircut. And uh, uh, I was, so what I wanted to bring to the floor here is: should more teams hire? warlock slash sorcerer slash shaman slash wizards to help their fortune i don't think so i mean i if they do i don't know if it should be public knowledge like this so what you've presented to me is pretty much nothing you've given me a name manuel right you've told me he looks like javier bardem i told you lots of things and he may or may not have been involved 
directly in Argentina qualifying for the World Cup. I see his resume is just not blowing me away at this point. What does Manuel put in, put on LinkedIn? Do you think does he put like helped Argentina qualify for the World Cup with like, sorcery? Yeah, you like endorse him for jamming like needles into voodoo yeah. dolls. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think if you're going to do this kind of black magic shit, you got to keep it under the radar. Why would you blow up your boy Manuel's spot by putting him in the newspapers? Probably other teams have counter voodoo warlocks that can like undo his spells and such. I just don't think it's smart. You got to be lower with this kind of stuff. If you're going to do it, never tell on yourself. Wow, that's a good point. Because this is for the Recopa Sudamericana uh, tie that Independiente are playing against Porto Alegre. And what if Porto Alegre... So it's for one tie. They brought him yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. He's like a mercenary. Uh, but what if Porto Alegre also hire a similar shaman or a better one? What happens then? Right. Exactly. So I, if I'm them, I would not want that to be public knowledge. you got to keep your, your, sh- your shaman, your warlocks, your wizards, your brujas. you got to keep them... But if the, the shamans are cancelling each other out, is there an equivalent of like shaman own goals? Does it go to, uh, away goals? Sorry, Does no. It go away I think goals somehow? I think it's just I think it's just football again. Yeah. You know, just it's just football. I think what would be more helpful for Independiente rather than hiring this guy, well, in, I think, okay, so in England when your team's struggling, you hire Sam Allardyce. In South America, mm. you hire this shaman. I think what they should do is hire celebrated American singer songwriter Pia Mia and have uh, players mm. pour champagne over her in Dubai nightclubs. I think that's what people need. See, this is... We've talked about a lot of weird shit in the history of this mm-hmm. show. I'm I'm most intrigued by alleged celebrated American singer-songwriter Pia Mia. Is she real? I'm looking Do you at, have photo evidence I, of Pia? I can see pictures of her, and she's on... Have you made up the name Pia Mia just because it rhymes? Because uh, you've pulled one over on me if you have. This is a real thing, and I, I feel like I'm 100 years old talking about this, but uh, screen grabs from her Snapchat. I understand that's something you young people use as well. They are on the Daily Mail website. She's a real person. Okay. This is this is coming from me, who I know who Rita Ora is, but I've never heard one of her songs. I don't know I don't know like what Same. she's famous for. Nope, me neither. But I know who she is, Pia Mia. That so it just sounds like Automatopia Rita. That says more about me and us than it does about celebrated singer songwriter Mia, probably she's probably never been more celebrated than within the audio walls of this very Do you think this is the recording. peak of her career partying with everton in dubai uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it, it must be it could have been worse she just burst been, on the um, scene for me in that fashion so how could it not she be? could have ended up in barcelona with west brom and you know ended up an accessory to a, a theft of a taxi so it, it's worked out quite well for her i think She's like honestly like the American dream, huh? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I hope at this point producer Andrew pumps in some uh, some music of celebrated singer songwriter PME. If indeed, I don't think she if has. She music. has music. If she does, please pump it in at this point. <laughs> She was able to convince all of Everton and the Daily Mail that she is a celebrated American singer-songwriter. Really, her name is uh, Sue from Manchester. Sue from Manchester. 
What a time to be alive. Spitting in people's ears, no doubt, in uh, Manchester-based games in Wigan. A, a Chavet, like you read about. <laughs> oh, Brooks. I, I really hope that Nickelback tour ends soon because we need Brooks back in the, uh, in yeah. the studio. Frankly. Was it really better than this, man? Yeah. Come on. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Let's, me, uh, uh, give us all your money. Let's close it up. Thank you so much for listening, ladies and gents. Remember, patreon.com slash dirty tackle if you wish to keep making this a going concern. My name's been Ryan Bailey. I've been joined by fictional person Theo Messi. You can find Dirty yo, yo. Tackle on uh, social media along with celebrated singer songwriter Pia Mia. Uh huh. Theo, what's your handle? Tell us about it. Uh, it's at Pia Mia. You, is that like an Italian ice cream flavor or something? I've never heard this before. That that just disappointed you. I just did your thing, man. I just I just did your thing in front of you. Don't steal uh, no, I was use my my Twitter handle is at theomessydt. I will be searching PME on Twitter directly after hanging up on this Skype phone call. Wonderful stuff. And uh, I can be found at Brom Brom Broom Brooms. It's the uh, ride sharing and ride stealing uh, service which you need in your life right now. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Extra time follows very shortly. If you're part of the Patreon ET gang, 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 you definitely watch too much TV, huh? <sighs> Not enough. Not enough.